Burns coming here at the head of the interview. Um, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. This whole thing started as a, a thing I would do at shows with bands I haven't got the new, like, who I haven't met before and I wanted to get to know. And you get to a show and you're sitting there for a few hours and you're just putzing around. And I thought this would be a cool way to get to know people we were playing with. But over time it um, evolved to take place here at Negative Space and we started interviewing the artists that were playing here. And for the last couple months it's been all these episodes that we did record and I know the people that haven't had their stuff put out. It was all all recorded. It's just kind of in limbo now. Um, our in-house studio guy left and um, so now we're uh, it's going back to a more bare roots thing and uh appreciate all you guys who have come out and put time into it um but anyway here's our first new episode with astral radio all right friends you're tuning into the zig at the gig podcast where you take the sights and sound in cleveland and give us uh give a voice to it today with me i have astral radio please introduce yourself as we go around Uno. Sure. Uh, i'm dylan stewart i sing and uh write words and play guitar for astral radio I'm Jason Petraska, play bass guitar for Astral Radio. AKA Basin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Andy Gargiulo, I play guitar. Beautiful. All right, friends. So yeah, we're missing uh, Matt Spiroff on drums. Likely story. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Classic drummer. We're here at Negative Space in, in where you're actually going to play. Yeah. This is where it's all going down. I've done this a bunch of times, but it was in that little room. And it was really heated or cool, depending on the weather. Here it's kind of whatever it is. But we got the showcase coming up with our friends Luli Krause. Awesome band. But yeah, pretty good band. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's posture. No, it's gonna be a sweet show, and there's gonna be a couple other guests—not guests, but other artists—on the bill, which are still mingling right now in the interwebs. But let's talk about you guys for a minute. Um, what dimension are you from? Uh, all of them. Uh, all of all them simultaneously. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> Is that a uh, sight, sound, uh, uh, twilight dimension? The yeah, we hop around. We definitely hop around. I've got <laughs> stuff in, coming from every dimension yes. imaginable. Yeah, absolutely. Some uh, Rick and Morty type stuff. <laughs> are, you, are you caught up with that? I, I haven't seen the most recent season. Mm -hmm. I was right. so disappointed. I, I went to watch it on Hulu, and they don't yeah. have the most recent they ones on most, there. They have the last one, which are like... Saw that one. Yeah, right. That's I don't know. Part. With that show, that show comes out so like. Slow. Yeah, like four years yeah, in between which is fine seasons. It's good, but. Um, but okay, is that kind of an influence on some of the astral, the, um, the dimension parts of uh, your personalities? <laughs> honestly, I would say that. I wrote a couple, of, lyrically, I wrote a couple of our songs um, in that kind of era where I first found that show. So yeah. I honestly. I don't know how much these get. This is probably a surprise to these guys. <laughs> it's but, definitely a surprise. But where does uh, this come I, from? I, I, it did put me in a certain headspace. Um, yeah. Uh, for some of these songs, yeah. It's one of those shows that kind of makes you think about stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, in a good way or an absurd way. You're like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything doesn't matter. Well, I think uh. where you do see actually an overlap is like we have this, the whole like comet, the astral radio, the sort of um, otherworldly thing. But I think a lot of our song, and, and I think we kind of. Have, sonically have some of those sounds too but 
all, all the songs, uh, even when, you know, a song's called like Martians or something, uh, which is one of our songs where I'm talking about like where, the, where do the Martians go, yeah. uh, they're all really like human stories and really, uh, with that I'm trying to tell, and really, um, you know, earthly stories kind of masked as this otherworldly thing. So, and I think uh, Rick and Morty does that in the same way, you know, yeah. either they're hopping around in different dimensions to different planets and stuff like that, but they're really telling um, stories and exploring ethical dilemmas that are, you know, of this yeah. planet. And I think that we Too do many Mortys. Kind of, <laughs> right, right. For president or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And I think we kind of try to achieve... I don't know if we did it, but we tried to achieve the same thing with our, our tunes. Yeah, that was well said, well said. And is the, so was it always kind of a space concept going into it? Or is no. this just kind of something that came out through songwriting? We started in the exact opposite of space, and that would be my basement. Yeah. <laughs> there was space there for you. Sure. Very little, very little <laughs> space. And where's that basement out of? Where are we at? Uh, we're in, my house is in Lyndhurst on the east side. Okay, that's, yeah. That's well, a bike. I say my basement. It's really my wife's basement. Yeah, she lets us. <laughs> yeah, right. Got a Thursday evening. Exactly. Um, it's a good evening. It is. It's a good night. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I think we do achieve that. I think we the lyrically definitely have the human appeal to it, and, and the music even the, even the the sounds coming from the instruments are very human based. There's not much electronics going on. You know, it's it's guitars, bass, and acoustic drum set. I mean, there's not. Occasional delay, but we keep it even pretty like clean. Yeah, yeah. but um, the theme is there for sure in the lyrics and and what we're trying to do here. As far as like multiple dimensions, our music's all over the board, which I appreciate the most. For sure, when I was checking you guys out, you hit a lot, but it's always all rock. Yeah, so exactly. Some, some, if I had to encompass encompass in one thing, it'd be it'd be rocks. Yeah. And, like we when you guys were setting up, we were talking ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I don't know how much of her face, how exciting ACDC is for you, but... Um. Yeah, it's not the most exciting, but it's still, there's still fun songs to play, just because they, they definitely hit hard on people. Exactly, people yeah. And that's, that's kind of what we go for with our shows, too. I mean, like, you're not going to come out, you're not coming out to see a punk show, you're not coming out to see a metal show, you're coming out to see just a rock and roll party show like we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun doing it and we hope you guys have fun I like the crowd has fun too even if I'm singing about like uh, murder like, ballads or... <laughs> if there's a god and existential dilemmas it's you're gonna, gonna have swinging. fun it's gonna, yeah, be an exactly. upbeat. it's gonna be upbeat existential crisis exactly. exactly but no we didn't start out with the space theme at all really um, you know we just kind of noticed that we were all over the board uh, I also am really influenced by the Modern Lovers, as okay. well as Van Morrison. Modern Lovers have a song, Astral Whoa. Plane. Uh, Van Morrison has a song, Astral Weeks. And then we kind of felt like we were sort of like uh, flipping a radio dial. You know, you get a blues song here, you get a punk song here, you get a, uh, you know, a, it's all kind of tied together by That's the awesome. Astral Radio rock thing, but we dabble in so many different sounds. I mean, I love country music. They're into jam bands, so it's yeah. like... Uh, like, well, who's some of your country guys? I, I really like um, Sergio Simpson a lot okay. um, in Modern, and then I get really into like Waylon and uh, okay. Johnny yeah. Cash. Really started playing, started out playing guitar on like Johnny Cash stuff and Willie Nelson stuff. Wanted to start kind of like a country band with like uh, a punk uh, sort of feel or rock feel, country rock sort of thing. Uh, you know, and we kind of have a nod to that with our cover of Maggie's Farm by Bob Sick. Dylan. It's Sick. like a punk, it's like what if Bob Dylan played punk rock <laughs> right. music? 
But quickly, when I got with these guys, I realized we weren't going to be. What's that? I put a pin in that. Okay. When you got back together with these guys. I realized we weren't going to be doing the country rock thing. <laughs> they weren't going to be that down with it. But we, uh, yeah, it's fun to just, uh, you know, dabble in, in all of our really wide-ranging. Okay. Well, that makes sense uh, hearing you, you were talking about earlier how you do acoustic gigs. Mm -hmm. And is that where more of that outlet comes out? Like, more of the country stuff when you're solo dolo? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's more of that uh, Americana, country-esque type thing. But the great thing about those songs is they work in so many different settings. Yeah. I mean, they're just good They're just good songs at the end of the day, and I think that's what we try to really focus on. Yeah. Well, yeah, th th those guys are known as the songwriters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. But, all right, so jumping, you guys are coming from the jam angle? Sort of, yeah, jam bands. We also go back like, to, like... Mm -hmm. So we're big fish guys in the dead and yeah, stuff like that. But we also go back to like some more of like the classic rock. I say classic, but like 90s grunge stuff. Like we were big Pearl Jam guys, Soundgarden. Um, he's a big Stone Temple Pilots guy. He was, he was sound checking up there. I don't know if he caught it. He, uh, he ripped out a little bass line there. But so we kind of come from all over the board too. Just good songs, good rock music. But for, as far as jam bands, yeah, it's kind of... It's our vice right now. Was that like a later development? You know, yeah, like yeah, it was definitely okay. later. Once we started, for me, it was once I started appreciating, um, like the improvisation aspect of music. You know, anyone can learn, can look at a tab and learn an ACDC song, or can you <laughs> know can can look at some chords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. That stuff. And, but you could also like learn chords on an acoustic. But for me personally, and I think it's starting to come out on national radio a little bit more, is the idea of imp improvising. A sick jam at yeah. the end of a song or something just to kind of let it free flow and you know kind of gets us moving it, it, for me that's my creative outlet is that practice when we have a 20 minute song and we just don't stop <laughs> and i see look over dylan's like all right like here we're gonna end it no nah, let's keep going <laughs> so that you know that's kind of it was definitely a later a later development in my appreciation for sure yeah. and it, well i guess once you've reached that point of having your own like i'm playing my own song this is sweet I remember for me when I, I first got like a group of two people to play along with me. Gosh, right. And I guess the next like level of being creative after that structure is put down is that mm -hmm. is expanding it and being in the moment and letting whatever happen. And when you get longer sets, you're like, jam the, you know, you can jam it out. Okay, so how'd this all come together then? Well, like, I we got you over here, you right? Out some country tunes, you guys jamming out, and like, are you all from? Well, so me and Jason grew up, we grew up okay. together for the most part. Yeah. You know, we met when we were probably like 12 or okay. so, 13. Went to school together? Uh, we went to high school, but we played hockey together growing up, yeah. Okay. And then the drummer we actually played hockey with too. Um, so we knew each other growing up. We would jam in, in Matt's basement and stuff, who was his neighbor. Our drummer was his neighbor growing up. Um, and we would mess around every once in a while. And we knew, we know his fiance from the neighborhood. He actually knows his fiance pretty well. Growing up, they went to school together, so. I would hope you know your fiance a fair amount. No, no, no his yeah. fiance. Oh, your fiance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we all we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I know her a little bit. Right. Uh, but yeah, so we just kind of started talking one day, like figure yeah, out he played guitar. And I picked up one of his guitars or something. Was it out this way, out your way, where? Where was probably it? Probably out my way. Yeah. Thing, yeah, probably my basement. basement. It does. Yeah. yeah. I'm what definitely the guy thing? at the party that's always got to pick up the guitar and like go in the corner <laughs> for a half hour. Just play to yourself. Yeah. Like, I, that guy. Do we do we do we, do we <laughs> indulge? Do we walk? No, home? you don't indulge. <laughs> I don't, it's not Oasis. So I'm gonna walk by. Right. <laughs> Wonderwall. 
I do stand for Oasis, though. <laughs> they're a good band. They're a great band. Somebody, like, there was that cool doc on Netflix, and I was yeah. like, whoa, I'm actually, I'm a little more into them than I was before. That's right, cool. right. Um, all right, so you guys, they were established kind of as a group, and then you came over showing some tunes. I wouldn't even say established. Together. Literally, we do, because we were all friends. Slightly, like, like we were just friends just hanging like, out, you know? That's all it really was for a long time. Um, just making noise. That's the best I can describe it is just being loud and making noise. And then once you have someone that can like, come in that can sing and write some words, that takes it to that next level kind For of sure. thing. It puts a, we got a form to follow now. Right, yeah. <laughs> was it, was it like as soon as you guys got together, like, okay, this is going to work? Or did you go through any changes? I don't know. I mean, I think the like hardest thing was solidifying the drummer. Um, we yeah. played with a couple other people first, and I it was just hard to find somebody that was um, dedicated, yeah. dedicated and committed and, you know, um, and stuff like that. And, and then once we found Matt... Yeah, really, we definitely found that in Matt. ...really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I think the three of us knew right away that we'd be playing together for a little while, mm -hmm. and... Uh, I, I found the band thing so much more fun than the solo stuff right off the bat. Uh, so I grew that one, so much. Yeah, <laughs> once I got a taste of that, there was no going back for me. Now with like the uh, step inside with like the solo gigs, what kind of stuff have is it like? Are you doing bar gigs, cover gigs? Like, are you just doing like um, the original like solo spots, like stuff like at Blank Slate and like? Yeah, so I, I mean, I'll, I'll run the open mic uh, scene a little bit, and then I've done a couple... Um, Do you run one? No, okay, no, I just run, run around. Through it. Okay. Yeah, I run around to them. Like, where were some of the spots? Um, I hit up... Uh, Winchester's the main That's one on one. Tuesday night. With uh, Megan? Um, yeah, with Megan and Ray uh, Flanagan uh, and Stepka. Uh, Megan and Stepka. Yeah, yeah. Ray Flanagan. I gotta give a shout Plugs. out. Um, and then um, also uh, the one that Megan runs on uh, on Monday night at um, uh, uh, the one that goes really late. Manic, Manic, Manic Monday, Monday. Manic, not, brothers. not brothers. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Kelly's. Well, can Kelly's, yeah. Yeah. Kelly's. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll do the ten by three on at Brothers too. Okay, cool. Uh, When's and then, the last time you done that? Uh, last Wednesday, last I did Wednesday? the ten by three. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, am I gonna be there that day? Like I've always wanted, I always want to sign up Wednesday. I'm gonna go to it. Oh, I forgot to sign up. It's Wednesday. You know. I actually signed up in December, and then he shot me an email and was like, yo, you got this coming up. Um, and so I was like, cool, you know, oh, that's surprised. Cool. But was then a lot of... Was it Jason? What's that? Brent or Jason? Oh, uh, Brent. Okay. Brent, yeah. those, those guys are both badass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I started doing a lot of solo gigs at Seabars, uh, which has kind of become like... Home uh, base. On 185th, which has okay. kind of become like a home base for us as a band um, with like monthly gigs there too. Our residency. Our residency. That's what I call it. <laughs> Let us play for three hours. That's those jam nights where we just go up there and we play an hour of <laughs> improvised crap. Sorry, I was looking at the thing. I was like doing something weird. But yeah, I haven't been to that mic night yet. Seabars. Is that, they, they have a Sunday jam, but no, this is more of just, that's where I was get, getting oh, into more the like the gigs. Okay. Yeah, and that, so that'll be like 80% original material and then 20% uh, it covers. Okay, and are you doing more of the country stuff when you're doing? Um, yeah, I'll do a lot of the old country songs, um, Stone, like it, it's really like where like country, uh, it, I, I would say that's how I got into country is like where it overlapped with like the Rolling Stones yeah. and like, the, uh, you know, the birds and... Uh, Sweethearts of the Rodeo type stuff. There's like a there's like a thing when you hear it re like 
when you get refried beans, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, In yeah. a sense, like, when the Stones were, like, when Mick Jagger does that country thing, and, like, you hear it, like, in other, I don't know, like, when you go down that lineage of where they got it from, you're like, oh, shit, they were right. on it. Stones in particular, man, were, like, when they came to the States and they brought, um, was it Holland Wolf up to mm-hmm. that show, and all those kids were like, uh-huh, this giant dude is just like, wow, you know, it's right. so awesome. You realize all the, uh, all the, White music, all the white rock and roll music really came from those great yeah, black yeah, blues and guys. How, like, yeah, underlooked that was, and like how yeah. like Hall Wolf's hustling here, and like it takes dudes from across the pond to be like, yo, you're missing out. Right, water it down a little bit, and then you can give everyone the real. I guess thing. that's I guess that's the thing. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you get the, the coffee is too dark, yeah. you gotta put some cream and some sugar. <laughs> in. Yeah, especially in the '60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh man, I'm blanking right now. Um, how strap locks work for you? Pardon me. Strap locks. How you feel about that? Oh, talk to this guy about <laughs> strap locks. This is a great story. First ever show. Uh, Which was uh, where was that? We were playing at Coda. Um, there was a bunch of bands, but um, went up there and I think like the second song, my strap just breaks right off. And yeah. I'm just trying to hold the bass, and which is pretty heavy. I'm just trying to hold it up on my leg. <laughs> Luckily, I had a buddy come up and, and give me a stool. Do the, the whole friend, like, scoop yeah, thing. Then he, or, I then guess he in this case, up with it. stool thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, that, that was, I got locks. strap locks immediately after that. Yeah. <laughs> that was called Pass to You by Strap Locks. Strapping <laughs> for good song. That's a, that's a, have you, now was that your first gig ever? Yeah, for me. Was that, what about you? No, I, I played shows before what that. Were you, what were you involved with I was, before? well, I went to school down in, at Miami, Ohio, mm-hmm. and oh, I was right. in bands on there. I was a PR, PR yeah, guy, okay. yeah. Did some, like, communications radio stuff, too. Shout That's out. cool. Yeah. But, uh, help me set up these <laughs> I, right I, I probably could. Shout it's okay. <laughs> uh, Rippy's Radical Radio Show. Oh. <laughs> There was a guy named yeah. R- we well we nicknamed a guy named Rippy and then he was the crazy one the guy with the sense of humor we all just messed with him the whole time but uh, yeah so I played shows down there like literally house parties where people were just out of their minds which was super fun we were just playing covers playing Purple Haze and Sunshine of Your Love just like ridiculous covers that we could learn in five minutes in the basement yeah. kind of thing yeah and, and the guy was playing guitar just shre- he was probably the best guitarist I've ever played with. Um, he was like big blues I mean could just rip up and down the guitar um, which you can't do I know (laughs) neither can I for that matter yes yes keyword Uh, uh, but yeah we would just get we would get messed up yeah right (laughs) help out of that so that was not my first show the Coda one first time on stage but was it and so that was for you clearly not for you no I had played a couple a couple things but I mean definitely I would say stepping into the um the band dynamic it it was it was still first for me because so that was your first band experience it was my first full band experience yeah which is weird because you're relying on other people too it was like before if I if I messed up. It was just me. But yeah. Like, you could adjust your the strumming, the yeah, timing yeah, behind yeah. it, and jump right back into it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It, it, but you know, I, that's what I like about it too. Yeah. Yeah. That camaraderie. And then, well, yeah. There's definitely the team effort for sure. It's like it's not just me trying to entertain the mass here. It's all of us. And if no yeah. one cares, at least we care. And I can go, yeah. And you can be like, yeah. Right. <laughs> but if it's not, then you're like, oh, I'm dying. Like I do right. a lot of like acoustic bar gigs. So yeah. I'll be this like at a spot. There's a room of people, and it's straight covers, and it's like, well, what am I gonna? What, what do they like? You know, how do you get this? But you can't be like, 
too invasive because you're just the guy making sound in the right. corner. Ethel's over there talking to Martha and not <laughs> caring that you're there. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, like, the more you try to interject yourself into their just random conversation, you start to become, a, a, like, annoying as opposed to, like, entertaining. Right. So there's that fine line of, like, where do I step in, where do I step at? But if you're with a band, it's kind of like, we're having fun. It's way louder. You're going to expect us here. Right. Now, yeah, a couple of those bar uh, oh. scenarios is where I, uh, you know, cut a couple of the sad songs out of the set and started learning yeah. some Springsteen songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you start to feel it when you're like, not when it's not like when you start, you can be killing it. That's the thing. You can be doing great. And like, you'll, you won't get this. You know what I mean? You won't get any of that. Right. You, it's just, even if you live for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way you know this three hours is going to pan out because someone's like, yeah! Anyway, Ethel. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, but that's just like a little indication that it's working as opposed to the people just thinking, you just, at least with me, in my mind, I'm like, oh God, this is going awful. This is going awful. Yeah. Why? I hate everything. What am I doing? I'm just, I should end this. I should, you know, you start to get up in here. Right. So, so this plays out for a yeah. lot when you're doing something Definitely. like that. And as a band, too. Like you feed off like the crowd, for sure. Oh, for sure. But there's a little bit you can feed off each other and get the crowd into yeah. you type of deal. Yeah. Where when you're just by yourself, you're like, uh... <laughs> Give me something, Ethel. <laughs> Give me something, Ethel. Come on! Margaret's day isn't that important. Was it, um... Now, have you ever done any solo dolo? I haven't, no. I don't sing too often. Having a microphone in front of me right now is a little strange, You're to be honest. Fine. You're handling it no, well. Well, so I, I have been trying to sing a little bit more in the Astro Radio stuff. But no, it, before, never, never really did any solo stuff. Um, I would, you know, sit in the corner at parties yeah. and strum, strum around. Okay. I, I wasn't singing, where, though. This is where the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the house parties where we're sitting in the corner. But um, yeah, I never did, no, never did any solo stuff. Yeah. Never was really my thing. Yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good point. But, uh... So is there another, I keep saying but, I keep like thinking to myself, um, so you got the Dash CLE, is there another Astro Radio somewhere um, out there sending out frequencies? Some, there's like a Astro Radio, um, radio station oh, in okay. like Brazil. Hey, yeah. Well, all right, the market should be all right then. Yeah, yeah. Right. It'd be sweet they got you on there, Astro it Radio would be sweet. on Astro yeah. Radio. If you guys are listening, friends of the pod, Astro Radio Brazil, <laughs> hit us up. Um. Well, what else do we got to plug for the show? Am I missing anything? I think off the top, we got Boo. Who, who would be the dream guest? Who else can we get on this? I mean, there's so like, many. Like, I got two people that are waiting to confirm, but I can say, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> we can get our own shit going. I mean, sea level's pretty great. Well, thanks. <laughs> uh, see, I don't know if they'd want to do it that quick. I mean, like, what day is it? We got the 21st. Could be anybody. Could be. Could be anybody. Yeah. Now, when you guys started playing as a group, Coda, we talked about some of the bands you guys have played with a lot, like um, yeah. uh, Apostle Jones mm -hmm. and uh, Boom homies. Shakalakas. Also the homies. Were Blue any of those guys on that initial bill? Uh, so Mikey organized uh, from okay. Apostle Jones. Was Mikey he running Silas. the door too? Uh, he was running the door <laughs> yep. and organized that show, which was sort of like um, a band showcase. Mm -hmm. uh, and then another band that we play with a lot, Glendale, now Dive Bombs. Dive Bombs. Yeah. Um, Did they, were they, was Glendale more like 
I'm trying to, were they more like a punk band? Kind of sort like a of, yeah. Punk yeah. Band. Yeah. And I think do... I played with them once with, uh, I also played with all, uh, in All is Harvest. Okay. All is Harvest. Yeah. I don't know why I can't say that. <laughs> but I played with them for a while. And like, I think right now they're recording stuff, so we'll pick it up again soon. But we play with Glendale. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. They're friends of ours. Yep. Um, and uh, so they were on that initial bill. And it, it was a real diverse bill. You know, Mikey yeah. loved, like, is a lover of all, all kinds of music. Yeah. They had like a like an African drum band too, didn't they, that night? Yeah, it was kind of, like, uh, it's like a traditional. Or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good night. They play, I, know I think they so. Played, I can't remember their names right now, and I, I feel bad for them, but I know they played uh, Porch Fest last year. Okay. So, okay. yeah, they're from Did here. you guys do that? We did not, okay. but. We did apply this year, though. We did though. apply this year, so hit us up. Porch Fest, calling it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that, that whole festival, the fact that it, it, it brings people, it blows my mind. Yeah. Not that like they do a great job putting it together and it's always great bands, but the idea of it, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's go take our lawn chairs, lawn the lawn and watch these bands. It's hard to like, so I was telling you, I, I play out of town a lot and I'll talk to people and we'll bullshit about things that happen there and here and like trying to sell them on Porch Fest. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't like, they're like, okay, Cleveland's weird. Right. <laughs> like, well, Cleveland is weird. And I mean, I think, that's something to say about this upcoming show. I mean, this is a non-traditional space a little bit. Oh, for you know? sure. It's not a bar, and it's not... And I think uh, that's what I dig about Porch Fest, and that's what I think people will dig when they come out to this show on the 21st, February 21st. That's when it's going down. Uh, I mean, all this beautiful art, you know, to be surrounded by this is... It's just... It's inspiring, you know, to do what we do, and... Uh, in the setting, I think is really cool. Gives you something else to look at, and it's just that non-traditional experience. I think is really cool. Well, that's what here at Negative Space. That's what we go for for sure. Because yeah. like, we've had a lot of people have their first shows here, oh, and cool. like everything else is just gonna become so much normal for all those bands that have played here. And <laughs> like, but as a nonprofit, we started on the other end of the building and moved here, and like the whole thing's about bringing people together. And not too many places we can do that where we have, like, I know the cameras can't see it, but I'm going to point to it. Every month in here, we get new people putting stuff on the walls and, like, a new band's playing. And I want to find a way to get film going behind the bands. I think oh, that yeah. would be sick. That's a project I've just said now, but I've been thinking about for a while. But it's a bit, always been a collective, and I appreciate that. You appreciate that. Yeah. You try to make it a unique oasis of art and expression and, like oneness of the this event only happens once with these people on this day let's come celebrate it and like the fact that you guys came out and talk and help support it and are on the bill and pushing it appreciate it and yeah. i think the february 1st is going to be a banger for sure i think so too um but before before we wrap this up i got one more question yeah. and i've been kind of like talking to people and seeing how they deal with this and not that you do all right before I say this, not that you do, <laughs> but if this would happen, I want to know how, I want to know how individuals handle this. So if someone said, "Hey, um, you suck." <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's happened. But, yeah. But see, see, it's happened to me too. But like, how would you do? Like, meant like, situationally, what did you do? The disarm or enhance, and then mentally, what did you do? Because clearly. They're wrong. You're here. You're rocking. You're still strong. But in that situation, 
So, I mean, I, I, what happened once at, uh, when, at C-Bars, and uh, this, it was this woman who, it was really Ethel. weird. Uh, Ethel. <laughs> Ethel was Probably up, wasn't Ethel, to be honest. Yeah, Ethel was up front dancing for the entirety of the show. I think she was overserved, if I was being honest. No, let's not put that on C-Bars. She overserved herself. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and so, you know, it's like you think you're connecting with this person, and then we come off, and she just was like, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you guys are one of the worst bands I've ever blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, I just got, like, really defensive probably yeah. at first, and I don't think I did anything um, that, you know, you would put in the textbook for handling yeah, yeah, no, there's probably. no right way. That's why, like, I'm, I'm asking. I've been asking people this more often just because I want to know what it is. Because initially, like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah. you get up here. You I mean, it was definitely like, that, ex- that, that reaction at first. But, I mean, I think what I do in my own head when I, when I get those feelings is, like, well, you know, I like to think we're good. But even if we're not, I'm probably going to keep playing music because it makes me happy. So... What what you think about it, ultimately, doesn't really matter to me because I find joy in playing music. I hopefully inspire some kind of joy in you when I play music, but if I don't, uh, that's your problem. Yeah, you know, you step off the stage on on that specific night, for (laughs) on that one, and you know, we actually stepped off. We're like, oh man, that was a good set. Mm -hmm. This one lady comes up and says that, and then you kind of look around and you see fifty other people there that are coming up to you saying. Hey, you guys killed it! Nice yeah. job. And I try to take, I try to take a step back and appreciate those people, and tell you know that that one a person opinion, not really. That's not going to keep me up at night. And then also what we typically do when someone says you suck Flash is just your tires. that, or <laughs> also turn it up a couple cranks too, and yeah. just blast their ears out until they leave. Yeah, get a little bit louder. Yeah. That's typically our responses. Turn up, but yeah, it's a tough situation because like you kind of like. Like even with going back to the acoustic night, you like you live for the approval of others that you don't know and you don't care about, and that one person that says a thing sticks out. You're like, thanks, thanks, yeah, I know it was all right, thank you, thank you, and then you're like that one lady. Oh man, I definitely have a Kobe Bryant uh, sort of mentality where you know every Ethel that says I suck is sort of on a list somewhere in the back (laughs) of my head. Uh, You know. What is it? We'll see, we'll see when it's all said and done who came out. <laughs> For sure. When it comes to a specific situation, you know, that's like you're reading the room and you're reading the person and whatever they're going through and they're putting it on you by yeah. doing that. You're like, Come on, dude. But, like, when it comes down to, like, the idea of that, is there any, like, do you, like, as far as, like, fear that and prep that in a sense? Like, or... I don't think so. We don't really yeah. think about it. I, yeah. I feel like we're pretty positive. Like, we're always trying to come up with, like, new things. Like, try something different. You know, 20, we were joking 2020 is going to be our year of, like, taboo. And, like, I think that's kind of, like, our mindset is, like, what can we do different? What can we do that's fresh and going to keep us excited? Yeah. And we don't really think about the outside too much. Yeah. I think it's kind of a testament to, like, where we're at right now is kind of just as a band trying to get better and have, have fun. I mean, that's really what we all got into this for. So I think that's kind of where our mindset is for the most part. It's not too much like on the outside and like what other people are thinking of us too much. 
And I think, I mean, we're coming up on 30 shows. Uh, yeah. We're, we're here. Sit, we're <laughs> just starting to win. Uh, like so we started January uh, uh, January 17th last year, so we just hit Woo! one year. 30 shows? Yeah. That's pretty good, man. And, and wow. Yeah, we were hustling last yeah. year. We didn't, yeah. we, like, our motto last year was yes to everything, yes to essentially. Everything. Just, and like, get still, out and play. Yeah. It still is. I'm totally down with yes to everything, yeah. And, I mean, so, you know, you, you have us out. Uh, it show, people ask us to come back. We, we take that as reassurance. And at the end of the day, we'd probably be doing it on, uh, on the street somewhere with acoustic guitars if no one else wanted us. So, Well, that's, that's a beautiful mindset to have of it. Like, um, lately I've been conversing with a lot of friends that have like this, they don't have the belief that as a group, which you guys have built up, I'm sure individually of this like, you believe in yourself, and Ethel can say, well, that wasn't good, and you'll be like, uh-huh, rock it out. Like, right. But I've been talking with a lot of people and trying to find good advice, and like, I think the best advice comes from people that are doing it, and like, whatever it may be. If it's a dude painting, if it's a dude roofing, and he's just like, well, my roofs don't suck, whatever it is. Like, there's, there's how, do you, like, how, do you, how do you express that to someone else? And like, I think, by example, and like, you guys are setting a beautiful example of doing that and like going out there and saying yes because there's a lot of bands that like you get to a point where you can't say yes to everything but there's a lot of bands that start off at that point yeah you know what I mean? right, so right, right. go in with that mentality of like yeah dude i'll play your basement yeah i'll play your art gallery yeah i'll play your the, the winchester or whatever it is like sure we can do that in michigan too why yes. not like <laughs> it's, it's anywhere anytime we'll be there oh <laughs> yeah all right friends well Let's wrap it up with that. Thank you so much for hanging out with Thank me. You. Thank Major you. Thank you. Space, uh, February 21st. It's going down. So until then, uh, what do we sign off with? Astral Radio Forever. <laughs> do, you, do you have an Astral Radio sign off? Uh, Is there like... Not really. There's not like a... <laughs> a the more I talk, the, the more show. I put my foot in my mouth. So I try to just... I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> get off stage. <laughs> All right, we'll wrap it with that. Sounds good. Thanks.